Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Bonjour et bienvenue sur le podcast pour l'est house. Je suis Harrison Bloom. Je suis Zach Horowitz. Et je suis Mark Green. Welcome. We just tried doing the intro in another language. We learned French. Time. That was <laughs> Harrison, uh, you are not committing so to painful. the accents the entire episode. Uh, oh, I don't know what I... It is difficult I, for me. Of course I, I am committing to the bit. I do not know who that last person I was. He must have been an imposter. I'm going to be very mean to the French today. <laughs> I hope no one French is listening. <laughs> for the people of France, I apologize for that intro. Well, I think his touchstone <laughs> is Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. Oh my god. <laughs> We'd like to start off this episode of the Fullest House podcast by apologizing to the entire country of France. <laughs> Leave your your uh, your Yelp reviews of my French intro in the uh, in the comments. That's where they, that's where they do that on Yelp. On Yelp. Um, <laughs> on, on Yelp. Yes. Create a Yelp page for the Fullest House podcast. Yeah, I'm just. And then leave oh your my reviews. god! I just didn't know, guys. Yeah. This episode is off to a great start. Yes. <laughs> the reason we are speaking in French is because this episode is about French cooking. Yay! French but also cooking about. About so much more. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, guys, DJ and Steve, they've got a date planned, and DJ doesn't know what it is because Steve planned it this time. Ooh. Yeah. Things are getting serious. And yep. his way of communicating that uh, they are going to a cooking class is to hold up a pair of Crocs. He, so, yeah, I mean, they I... establish... <laughs> Kimmy, Kimmy and Steph are like, oh, that's big, because DJ, you don't like surprises. And DJ's like, what are you talking about? That's not true. <laughs> and they're like, yes, it is, Deej. It's, it's, it's sparkling dialogue. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. But Steve walks in with a bag. He says, guess where we're going? And he pulls out a pair of Crocs. Now, I just want to ask you guys. Yes. If Steve did that in front of you if you said guess where we're going here's a pair of crocs what do you think he was trying to say a croc factory croc slumber party i literally i literally thought he was going to say like we're going to the factory where (laughs) crocs are made in san francisco oh boy the croc factory maybe he's maybe he they were going to hunt crocodiles (laughs) which of course is how they make Crocs. Yes, yes of course. They're of course. made from crocodile skin. Everyone knows that. <laughs> but and DJ, of course, guesses. Why all else of would these they things. be called Crocs, Harrison? <laughs> um, and Steve says, so, "Steve says to DJ, we're doing a cooking class. Didn't you get it from the Crocs? Yeah, <laughs> guys at home, do you do you wear Crocs while cooking? Because I have never worn Crocs while cooking. Well, you're the weird one here, Harrison." I- yeah, yeah. I'm. I I wear croc. I only wear Crocs while cooking. Yeah, like I wear Crocs on every occasion. Steve brought out some like lime green Crocs. Those are the cooking Crocs, as we all know in the Croc community. Yeah. Uh, green uh, is for cooking. Yellow is for hiking. Red is for sexy times. And uh, 
And blue is for miscellaneous. <laughs> so you know Wait, more than me. Like, yeah. like, I don't wear Crocs. I only wear Crocs while cooking. But I do have a lot of specialized Crocs. Like, you have to have your souffle Crocs. Yeah. Well, you course. have to have your grilling Crocs. Yes. You have to have baking Crocs. Different than souffle Crocs. I know I made a joke about not having the cooking Crocs, but I always make sure to wear my baking Crocs. Well, the, the way you distinguish, because those all fall under green, but the way you distinguish... The way you distinguish is you put in those little uh, those those little sticker things that you put in the holes. Remember those things? Yeah, remember Crocs. <laughs> remember the things you'd put in the holes oh, with yeah, like I all the different those. characters. Yeah, yeah like yeah, when yeah. I'm ba- when I'm baking, I always put in my cooking Crocs and I put in a Lightning McQueen to signify that I'm baking. Because <laughs> you know, nothing Why says not? nothing says baking a nice little souffle than Lightning McQueen. <laughs> I'm kind of curious how long we can go before Tyler texts, you have to move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's not tempt him. Um, yeah. Lest he put us over a spit yeah, like in maybe, Steve's cooking class. I'm just going to say it again. Guys, this is a good episode. That this being is... said, maybe we should take a deep breath. Yeah. We're all going to be doing some guided meditation. <sighs> all right. Breathe in. Hold for a couple seconds and exhale. Fuller. Fuller House is fucking crazy. It's it's, yeah. it's a crazy show. This I I I, I kind of liked this episode. This oh, this was a fun episode, honestly. Not fun. Episode. Yeah. And we begin getting to the fun stuff because next scene, J Money. We, next scene, we get all of our favorite characters. Yes. Jay Money is on the couch playing video games. He's playing a racing game. Fernando walks up saying, you're playing a racing game. I'm a race car driver recently retired. No. <laughs> yeah, this is unfortunately where we find it. out. Fernando Hernandez Guerrero. Fernandez Guerrero is officially retired from Formula One. It's a sad day for the sport. He's no longer no. a very famous race car driver. He's now a very famous retired race car driver. No! <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Indeed. It is. And Jay Money expresses in this instant that he doesn't actually believe Fernando is a race car driver. <laughs> well, he doesn't immediately express it, but it's in this scene. Well, first, Jay Money is like, ah, no thanks. I'm playing a racing game, but I don't need a real race car driver to play with me. Yeah. J Money's Postmates delivery arrives. Yeah. And we're introduced to our new to a new character who I very much enjoyed. Ethan yeah. the Postmates guy. Ethan Yay. the Postmates guy is great. And Ethan has a very special distinction because in five seasons of Four House, <laughs> Ethan is the only character to recognize famous race car driver <laughs> Fernando Hernandez Guerrero Fernandez Guerrero. It's true. The only He's... one. He is a fan of this living legend of the sport who has caused more spectator injuries than anyone in the history of Formula One. Ethan uh, shares this honor. fact with us. That is fantastic. Eat I love your that heart we finally, out, Michael Schumacher. We finally answer the question, has Fernando caused harm not only to himself and fellow racers, but to the people in the crowd as well? <laughs> Yep. Yes. Do you think he really retired or did was he removed for being too much of a liability? Uh, probably the latter. That did occur to me. He says he retired and he has fans. So I guess th- those those waivers are ironclad. Look, Mr. <laughs> Hernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero. 
it would be one thing if you were causing all these fiery crashes <laughs> and injury upon injury to the other racers. But you also do it to the spectators. There is not one participant in this sport who you have not injured in some way. How many oh how many people do you think Fernando has killed? Because you in Formula One you are going down the track at like over a hundred miles an hour. Maybe that's why he hasn't been arrested for manslaughter at this point. He 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 injures everyone, but he murders nobody. Fernando has probably <laughs> Fernando Fernando has probably killed a man. I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> I I agree. I don't think he killed them through racing. I think that's a whole other story. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like God. after the race, someone was like, hey, Fernando, you suck. And Fernando just stabbed them. It kind of is a wonder <laughs> Fernando has made it this long in racing. Yeah. yeah. But yes, uh, Ethan, the Postmates guy, is arguably as excited to meet Fernando as we would be to meet Juan Pablo de Pache. Oh, yeah. Juan Pablo de Pache, please come on our podcast. Please, please. come on our podcast. <laughs> And uh, as he goes for a selfie, uh, well, well he's such a first, J- as Harrison, as you said, Jay Money sees this reaction, and says, "Wait, you're really a race car driver? I thought you just carried a helmet around." <laughs> like he's a delu- he's been delusional this whole time. He made he's a reference to something as well, like a I dream of genie. Yeah, a reference to I dream of genie, which like no sixteen year old would know what I Dream of Genie is. Hey, if any 16-year-old is going to know I Dream of Genie, if any 16-year-old stays home on the weekends watching TV Land, that's fair. it's J-Money. That is, that is yes. fair. TV but, Oh, my God. But yes, I'm sorry I interrupted you, Harrison. You were describing the next development with yes. Ethan the Postmates guy. Which is when he goes for a selfie, but he looks up at the top of the staircase to do it, and which is... When his heart melts at the sight of Ramona, well, her name is actually Ramona Gibbler, but he says Ramona Guerrero for her, Ramona, God damn it. Ramona, Fernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero. Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero. It's so <laughs> good. That up. They shoot Ramona, yeah. she's in slow motion, a oh, fan fantastic. is blowing her hair all about. It yeah. is love at first sight, chef's kiss. Mwah. And then she falls down the stairs. Yep, she falls there's, down the stairs. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like speeding up and slowing down of footage in this episode. I'm just realizing. There is. Which like, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I said this for one of the other instances that we'll get to later, but I would like to uh, institute a headcanon and you guys can either confirm or deny as much as you want. Uh, all the changes in speed in this episode did not happen. They just did that. The characters just did that. Ramona just walked in slow motion. Well, the, the other yeah. big change in speed, we do know that he just did that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's entirely possible Ramona was walking in slow motion. It threw off her equilibrium, and that's why she yeah. fell down the stairs. I yeah. also love that we do find out that uh, Kimmy and I guess Fernando's ability to take incredible amounts of concussive force from falling down the stairs <laughs> yeah. has been passed on to it's Ramona. Genetic. So that's yeah. a great life skill for her. Look, she can fall Fernando down stairs without <laughs> dying. Fernando has been in countless car crashes throughout his existence in formula one like this is this is well established they must have incredible bone density like the fact that calcium levels are the fact that fernando as far as we know is like the pinnacle of health maybe (laughs) do you think he was he was in some car accident he was in a formula one accident 
Mm-hmm. And then they like bionic man Ooh. replaced all his bones with machinery and yes. made Fernando a cyborg man. Well, they had the million dollar, no, not the, the fucking six million, dollar six million dollar man. Uh, in a previous episode. Yeah, and Fernando is the new six million dollar yes. man. Well, you know what they have to do now? They have to fight to the death. There can only there be can one. be only one. <laughs> Fuller, ha- yes. Fuller House Two: The Quickening. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ethan goes to help Ramona up, and I forget he says something like, "Are you okay?" And she responds, "No, I'm Ramona." And then he says, "Oh, my name's Ethan," and she goes, "No, I'm Ramona." For a second, I thought she had her concussion, but no, I think she just was in love. Just in. She was in love and like maybe had a concussion. The jury's still out on that one. Guys, what is love if not a concussion of the heart? (laughs) (laughs) Don't hurt me. No more. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Musical bits. You said what is love. I had to. I said what is love if not. Well, you paused. There was a pause. That's true. That is true. Zach, I'm not about to argue with you about this and ruin everybody's day. <laughs> you gotta respect the pause. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so Ramona gets a concussion of the heart. Um, <laughs> Total concussion and, of the heart. But Fernando seeing these sparks a flying. Gets very angry. Mm-hmm. And he, he kicks Ethan out. Yep. Yeah. And then they, they dramatically argue and then storm out of the room. Which makes Timmy upset because she didn't understand what was so dramatic. And then she dramatically storms out of the room. Because she just wants to be included. And then this scene has maybe my favorite button that any scene in Fuller House has had. Where Jay Money opens up his Postmates delivery and says, whoa, this burrito comes with chips? First of all, first of all, first of all, Jay Money, who has been sitting there the entire time this has been happening... Like that's an important Correct. detail. He has been sitting there the entire time because he's too lazy to get up. <laughs> Correct. Oh god, you're right. He opens uh. his bag. This burrito comes with chips. Then we go into slow-mo. A fan starts blowing his hair back. The exact so the exact good. same visual language. So Jay Money is fully in love with this burrito and his chips. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just perfect. Ah, it's so beautiful. Oh, it's wonderful. It's so good. It's very, very good. And then, uh... And then Max is going to the Ren Fair. Oh, boy. Yeah. Max just, like, shows up in full Ren Fair gear. Yes. And and Seth's like, uh, you you gotta... What what, what you doing there, Max? He's like, who is Max? I am Lord Maximilian of the Fuller House. (laughs) Of House Fuller. Oh, my God. I I am the one who must pull the sword from the the sword from the stone and become the true hero of the story. Very much like Game of Thrones. What are the words of the Fuller House, of House Fuller? It's always open. Like, it's always open. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> Our doors yeah. are always open. <laughs> There's also a very good line that we just skipped over in the last scene where where uh, the delivery guy comes in and Fernando walks in and is like, oh no, there's a stranger in this house, in our house. I knew this open door policy was bound to fail. Of course. Which, like, I'm glad that like somebody realizes just how fucking insane not locking your door is. Yeah, but at least it was a hunky stranger who was a fan of race cars. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, look, if someone's going to break into my house, I'd appreciate it if they were at least hot before they killed me. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. If I want to die, like, I want a hunk to do it. You could have at least yeah, but... had the common decency to be hot. 
look, guys, getting murdered by an uggo, that's trash. Oh getting God. murdered by a hot person, that's a cool way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather get murdered by Ted Bundy than uh, Charles Charles Manson because I mean Charles Manson's so much uglier than Ted Bundy. <laughs> Damn, get <laughs> fucked, Charles Manson. Get fucked, Charles Manson. Uh, Harrison, why you got to be so mean to Charles Manson? <laughs> what did he ever do? Being such an ugly. <laughs> what did Charles Manson ever do except murder many people? <laughs> What did he ever do except give Quentin Tarantino fodder for making a movie? <laughs> oh. uh, we have to move on. Yeah. Uh, just general disclaimer. Anytime we praise serial killers on this show, it's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to, I want it to be made clear. In the case official it wasn't stance, obvious. Yes. The official stance of this podcast is that murder is bad. <laughs> yes murder yes. is very bad. i i feel like you know i understand this is kind of a hot take but uh murder is bad don't hot don't take, do it murder don't do it yeah don't, don't do it murder is murderers am i right <laughs> yeah i hate those guys yeah yeah uh, uh. murderers be shopping <laughs> <laughs> oh god, oh, god. <laughs> But yes, anyways, Max is going to the Ren Fair, and, and, Steph was supposed and uh, to take Lady him. Stephanie is supposed to take him, but she forgot, because she, yeah. you know, she's kind of got a baby, and she's doing Cause all the baby things. Because she's a little busy right now. Yeah. yeah. Was there no one in the house to take Max to the Renaissance Fair? There are 50 people who live in this house, and even if they're not full adults, like, G-Money can take him to a Ren Fair. Yeah, Fernando is retired now. What is he doing? Fernando and Max. Fernando is too busy hunting down the Postmates right, guy. They are they are grudgingly respectful rivals. Yeah. Well, he does send him on an emergency delivery to Alcatraz prison. <laughs> that's another detail in the last scene that we missed. I think that's, he has yeah, to leave that, because he had. I think that's an the emergency. next scene. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I'm just I'm just keeping us honest. Yeah. And yeah, but no, it's I don't think Fernando should take Max to the Ren Fair because they are, of course, rivals. Yeah, but mm -hmm. there are so many people who live in this house and only one of them just had a baby. <laughs> Technically, two of them just had a technically. Does Jimmy live in the house yet? Technically, three of them just had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Steph just had a baby. Kimmy just had a baby. And Jimmy just had a baby. Right. Yeah, so maybe maybe some of them are occupied. Yeah, the, the, Kim, Kimmy seems well, Kimmy pretty free. Kimmy can still do it. Yeah, Kimmy, Kimmy's pretty, Kimmy seems it. pretty free. Yeah. Yeah, but I I also think it's interesting that Steph's first reaction is, oh, no, I forgot. Let me go right away instead of, oh, sorry, Max, I can't go. I have a newborn baby. I get it. She planned on going. That's true. But, like, still... There's a lot going on. <laughs> the baby's not even like a month old yet. Yeah. Um, but Steph but. says just because she's a mom now, that doesn't mean she can't still be fun. And they'll go right away. But uh oh, baby poopy. So the baby poops and she goes to change the diaper. And next scene, we're at cooking school. Yeah. yeah. Which coincidentally takes place at the cooking school. 
Yeah, it's, it's just it's, called cooking. It's school. just a building that says cooking school, and there's just like a little design of like a guy with a mustache in between the words cooking and school. Gotta appreciate that very on the nose marketing. Much like how very if you take nose. a pebble and throw it in any cardinal direction, you will hit a building that just says Taekwondo school. That just <laughs> happens in any shopping center. <laughs> This seems like an experience that is unique only to Harrison. I, I thought I thought that was a very funny joke. I do feel like there are tw- taekwondo schools in every Literally single everywhere. strip mall or yeah. shopping complex. I, maybe so I haven't many. been paying enough attention. Also, I 100% thought that Harrison was going to make a Starbucks joke, and I really appreciated that he went with taekwondo schools. <laughs> The Starbucks thing is also true. <laughs> it's, it's also true, but that was a very incisive, good observation, and I liked that, Harrison. <laughs> Thank you. Well, anyway, they are at the cooking school. Yes. They're taking an advanced cooking, uh, French cooking A French class. cooking class. Advanced French with, cooking. With a, with a French instructor who has an accent and everything. A totally real French accent. Just as real as the accents that we are doing right now. <laughs> oh, we, we. We, we. Oh, I am very real French accent. <laughs> a very real French accent. The Fullest House podcast would once again like to apologize to the entire country of France. <laughs> we are sorry. Are we the, now the subject of is that racist? I, <laughs> God. Maybe. There aren't a lot. There are surprisingly few... Oh, French jokes in this episode, uh, except for that one cook guy. Yeah, but like, but um, yeah. There's another couple there, the Feinsteins. Yeah, who immediately start up a rivalry with DJ and Steve. Yeah, they just hate it when other people are in their cooking class, yeah. even though they've presumably been going to this cooking class for quite a long time with Steve. Mrs. Feinstein <laughs> is played by the wonderful character actress Mindy Sterling. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Who you might know from the Austin Powers movies or iCarly if you're our age. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You also recognized the, the, the chef and we couldn't remember his name, right? We, yeah, we I don't know. Trouble. Well, no, it's not that. I mean, I I recognized the chef. I've seen him in in various things. I know he's in an episode of Friends. He's also in an episode of iCarly. He oh, wow, plays. Okay. Do you remember the episode where Spencer meets his hero, this famous artist who doesn't oh, like his art? Oh, that's the that's, oh, that's, that's that actor. Oh, yeah, that's the same yeah. actor. Um, I okay, made a yeah, joke yeah. that um, I wanted it to be the other character actor, Rene Abergenois, who is very who's in everything, um, <laughs> and did an over-the-top French accent as Chef Louis in um, The Little Mermaid. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I don't know why I know so many character actors. (laughs) And then there's Mr. Feinstein, who is just the best. He's he's the best because he's just sort of like an innocent lump of a man. Yeah. And his wife is this very mean competitive lady. Yeah. But guys, turns out Steve is like a master chef. Which does not surprise me at all. It definitely surprises DJ, though yes. I'm not sure why, considering he talks about food all the time. Correct. <laughs> well, he explains that he learned how to cook after he got divorced because he yeah. likes to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he needed to eat. But as we were talking about earlier with the speeding up and slowing down of things, 
we see Steve chop up and remove all of the meat off of a chicken in like 20 seconds. Yes. His hands are going super fast. The footage is sped up. But then when he's talking about it with the instructor, he says that he deboned the chicken in 20 seconds, meaning that it was happening in the reality of the show in real time. Yeah, the footage wasn't yes. sped up. Steve just did that. Steve just did that. Maybe Steve is also a $6 million man. <laughs> oh, that's possible. $6 million man battle royale. That's what the series finale should be. Yep. Only one may live. He only has, he actually has just two bionic feet. Um, so he never has That's why he problems. needs the Crocs to hide the bionics. He has like bionics, but he has like human shaped areas specifically where like the holes in the Crocs are. So he's like, oh, perfect. And Steve speaks French with the instructor and yeah. he is just impressing the pants off of DJ. Almost yeah. literally, they start making out because she's so impressed with oh, God. his skills. Yeah. The PDA in this episode is off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, guys, tone it down a little. I guess I get that you're in love and you've found someone to spend your life with. But like, come Still. on. I, I, I want to say that the chef was like in frame every time. I think so, too. Out. And yeah. I was just trying to see the, the scene from his perspective. Like, what? Jesus Christ. Why do they keep making out in front of me? He was this crazy couple making out in my cooking class. He was maybe a little into it. Maybe. You know what? The the couple. I like it when they smooch in my class. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, God. Uh, I want want the French cooking to be sexy. So they should smooch in my class. Jesus Christ. Yes, this very open-minded French cook. Am I making you uncomfortable? No. I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Zach, there are other, there are other episodes where you've described yourself as the chaotic one, and I'd just like to put a challenge to that. Oh, is this a challenge? Oh is this a fucking challenge? I don't oh, think no. it should become a literal challenge because I don't chaotic. think I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a, it's going to be fun. Give to me a week, to. I will be the most fucking chaotic, wild card looking motherfucker on the face of this planet. You've laid down the challenge. Okay. (laughs) Um, So Ramona is just holding on to the Postmates bag and sniffing it Mm. because she's, she misses Ethan, her (laughs) Postmate. I should call him. (laughs) Her Postmate soulmate. Her Postmate soulmate. Kimmy gives her this, this pep talk about, you know, if, if he really loves you, you know, he's, He's like a Frisbee. If you throw him away, he'll come back. Ramona points out that's not how Frisbees work. Kimmy says, well, if a dog is carrying the Frisbee, it'll come back. He's like a dog with a Frisbee. If it's meant to be, he'll come back panting. And immediately, Ethan walks into the door panting. (laughs) Because somebody ordered emergency lasagna, which is very different from a normal lasagna because this is an emergency. I want to present my thesis about Ethan. Mm-hmm. Is he the new himbo of the show? Like there are already Ooh. a few himbos, but like he re- he drinks his respect women juice. He's pure of heart, a little bit dumb of ass. Oh, He's pretty hunky. A little bit dumb of ass. 
He's kind of a himbo. I was getting vibes from him. Yeah, I was getting I'm here for vibe. it. I mean, I love the himbo. We are on record so for for loving a dummy. We love a dummy. We yeah. love a dummy. <laughs> and Ethan is starting to check off some of these boxes. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a, a slight Jimmy Jiminy Gibbler vibe. I I <laughs> yes. don't think anybody else can top Jimmy Gibbler in terms of himbo status, but no, he's get he's getting up there. Jimmy Gibbler is the ultimate himbo. Yeah, yeah, he really is as himbo-y as you can get yeah. in this show. Yeah, unless he was like seven feet tall <laughs> but, <laughs> and absolutely jacked. But Ethan yeah. is very good. It turns out Kimmy has done some machinations and ordered a lasagna to get him back to the mm-hmm. house. She yeah. asks, she says, Ramona really likes Italian. Are you Italian? And he says, <laughs> and he says, no, I'm not. <laughs> he says, no, I'm not, but I often get mistaken for Italian. And then she says, really? And he says, no. Both Kimmy and I said, really? And he goes, no. Um. I, I'd also like to point out that, like, she ordered this emergency lasagna and somehow, by a stroke of luck, got the same delivery guy as if there's only one Postmates delivery guy in all of San Francisco. Maybe she, like, put it into the notes. Like, hey, Postmates, I know you're just, like, a company boy. and a service. Um, there's a very specific delivery guy I want. He's super cute. I forget his name, but just make sure he's a hunk. Can you imagine, can you imagine if Kimmy should like send your cutest delivery boy and then somebody else showed up? And she's like, damn it, yeah, but you would, are pretty cute. That would, that would <laughs> suck. But again, cute guy in your house. Yeah, it's true. It's not, not bad for old Ramona. Yeah. Yeah, true. She's true got that. options. Um, she's got yeah. options. I do also want to say, because I enjoyed it a lot, uh, when... Ethan says hi to Ramona again. She says again, no, I'm Ramona. (laughs) Yeah. Ramona's in love. I'm glad we're finally getting another like Ramona centered episode because it's been a while since we've had one. It has been a while. It's been a while. And she's always so good. She is. Mm -hmm. Love Ramona. She's doing really well. But guys, Ethan gets another emergency call. He has to go. And doesn't take her number for some reason. They don't exchange numbers. And we all were shouting, get each other's number. And then after he leaves, Ramona says, he didn't even get my number. I didn't get his number. Um, (laughs) I liked that they pointed it out. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And then we find out that we find out the ultimate anime betrayal <gasps> Fernando was the high priority delivery <gasps> sending Ethan on a wild goose chase to <gasps> Alcatraz yep <laughs> Fernando is my favorite anime character <laughs> do you still have to take a ferry to Alcatraz like is Ethan I mean like have to drive to the ferry I, get on the boat no Harrison to, don't to be Alcatraz. no Harrison don't be stupid his car is also a submarine <laughs> Yes. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I just it, it occurs to me now, much in the same way that Kimmy had no way of knowing that Ethan was going to be her postmates driver. Fernando also I, I know, is Ethan the only postmates yeah, I, driver I, I in this, San Francisco. Yeah, I brought this up earlier, but yeah, it seems like Ethan is the only postmates delivery guy in all of San Francisco, which is like I, I'll be honest. I drove DoorDash. I've never done Postmates, but 
in my experience, you can't request a specific DoorDash driver. So I've, I've used to. DoorDash, and I don't think I've ever had the same driver twice. Yeah. I have gotten the same Uber driver twice. That was interesting. Mm. But <laughs> um, it's yeah, he must be the only one. Yeah. Or maybe it's just that his car is also a submarine, so he's the best at it. Yeah, like you have like the option to say I'm on a bike, I'm on a car, I'm just walking. So maybe like yeah. he has a submarine car hybrid. I'm on a bike, I'm on a car, I'm on, I'm in a submarine. <laughs> Check all that apply. Yep. Yes, Fernando was the one. And Kimmy tells Ramona that as he gets older, or as she gets older, Fernando is just going to become more and more protective. Mm -hmm. um, and she says so that, so as she gets older, Kimmy will just have to scheme harder and harder on Ramona's behalf. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, Steph has changed into Renfair garb. Mm -hmm. She has... Danielle Tanner, Danny Tanny. Danny Tanny. Danny Tanny. The the younger Danny Tanny. Danny Tanny the <laughs> second. Yes. Danny Tanny, second of her name. <laughs> Gosh. Danny Queen Tanny Danny of the Tanny. house. Full of <laughs> I'm just realizing that Danny Tanny could also be short. Could could also be used as a shortened form of Daenerys Targaryen. Kind of. Oh my God, you're right. I don't right. know Game of Thrones, but... Maybe oh Danielle God. Tanner is the chosen one. Is she gonna burn down San Francisco? The what? chosen she, baby. The chosen baby destined to kill everybody. So well, this is where it all balances out, because as we all know, Mark is not a fan of Tommy, quite honestly referring to him as a bad baby on many occasions. Bad now baby. we have a good baby to balance it out. Good a hero baby to bring light to this world of darkness that Tommy has created. When she one will rises, break the wheel. when the dark rises, light shall rise to meet it. Yes. <laughs> they are a dyad in the force. Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> anyway, yeah. So they're they're about to leave for the Ren Fair. They leave to go to the Ren Fair, and they immediately come back because Danny Tanny, despite being a good baby, threw up on Stephanie. Yeah. The one thing I'll say about this subplot is it's not bad, but uh, it, these early parts are a little bit repetitive. Like, oh, gotta go to the Ren Fair. Oh, they, nope, yep. can't go to the Ren Fair. Yeah. Gotta go to the Ren Fair. Can't go to the Ren Fair. They pr they're pretty <laughs> repetitive. It's all the one set. I mean, I guess every plot in this is generally takes place in sort of one set. I guess so, um, yeah. Sometimes this show feels very claustrophobic. Yeah. Mm. It sometimes it feels like they're trying to put in a lot in such a little time frame and then it feels like nothing is accomplished. Yeah. Well, I also mean like um you know, every sitcom sets. because of the nature of TV and costs and everything, they have or every TV show really or most TV shows have their big sets, their central hubs that you keep going back to. The coffee yeah. house and friends, the apartment and friends. There, there's generally a meeting place in an apartment in every show. The house and yeah. Fuller House. The house and Fuller House. But the thing is, like, we can have episodes of Fuller House that take place solely in, like, two rooms. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I feel like it gets a little claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Mm 
It's part of the experience because it shows how claustrophobic it is living in the house. The house so is too full. Or... It's too. F- God damn it. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> that was good. Good, Zach. That was good. You did a good. I did a good. Did a good. Be proud of me. Um. <laughs> anyway, back at cooking class, Steve is killing it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're going to do something a little fun for the last dish of the day. They're going to have a little competition to see who can make the best um, multi-tiered Napoleon. Yeah. And the winner receives a coupon for another free class at cooking school. Hooray! Hooray! So as we all know, DJ, because she's DJ, gets very into this. Yep. Yes. She gets very competitive with Mrs. Feinstein. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She orders Steve to trash talk the Feinsteins in French. And so in (laughs) French, he says, like, you seem like a very nice couple, but I want to impress my girlfriend. So I hope I am not hurting your feelings. But (laughs) and he says it all angrily in French. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. That Very good. good. Steve's yeah. the best. Steve is wonderful. We love him. Mm-hmm. And is it in this scene that we have one of the most awkward jokes in the entire show? Maybe. Delivered so awkwardly that the only reaction that they offer DJ, like the characters in the show, is to just stare at her in confusion and mild contempt mm-hmm. and quickly shuffle it aside. <laughs> Technically we do cut back to the house, but this that's oh, okay, basically okay. a continuation of the same scene. Yeah. I just realized I was in a class once where a writing class once where my professor said like, if there's a scene that's sort of like in your outline split in half, that sometimes you do that, that you have a scene that they're basically between, two halves yeah. of one scene and you split them up with something else, they really should just be one scene. Uh, mm-hmm. Fuller House does that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, the, the joke that I'm thinking of is when DJ is trash talking and Mrs. Feinstein says something about like, oh, ha, we've, we've logged in 120 hours of cooking class. Well, you were jerking off. <laughs> well, I was studying well, the Well, you blade. were getting divorced. <laughs> I Literally, she, she kind of threatens <laughs> she DJ with a knife. Yeah. And she goes like, oh, chop, 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 chop. And DJ's like, well, yeah, my hands are knives. And then she does like a choppy motion with her hands. No, yeah. no, I don't think you fully encompass yeah, how I want Harrison. it is. Apparently this says, line haunted Harrison for years. Yeah, yeah. I, she, she starts it out by saying, well, I've been to Epcot, which means that I have about the same knowledge of cooking as you. And... In Japan, the the hands are used as blades, and then proceeds to karate chop many the air multiple times in front of this other grown woman. It is so awkward. And and Steve has so a line where he's like, "Oh, I forget how cute you get when you're so competitive." And it's like that turned you on, Steve. <laughs> Seeing so DJ karate chop the air and go. <laughs> Uh oh! Looks like someone needs to change into their red Crocs. <laughs> the seduction oh, Crocs. You see, that's what we call a, that's what we call in the biz a callback to my earlier joke. Yep. Red Crocs. In the, the Crocs only biz. 
the only form of birth control with a 100% success rate. <laughs> That's why they're used for sexy times. You got to practice safe sex. Yep. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, after that travesty of an exchange. <laughs> yep. Let's... We go back to the Fuller house where Ramona has gotten dressed up and dolled up and ready for, I don't know, maybe a cute Postmates delivery guy is going to come over again and take her on a date. (laughs) Anyway, Fernando walks in. Ethan arrives. Fernando starts the important. I'm getting to the important part of the scene in case it sounds like I'm brushing over any details. Fernando attempts to keep Ramona and Ethan apart. So Kimmy assaults Fernando with a Swiffer duster. Yes. She, she just trips him. She, yeah. She just like, like hammers his him legs. Knee. Yep. Smacks yeah. him in the knee. She sweeps his legs. Yep. And, yeah. and I don't think Ethan sees any of this. Like the door is blocking it. And Ramona's just like, Oh, Ethan, let's go. And they leave. I just want to point Meanwhile, something Kimmy out. Meanwhile, Kimmy is like holding Fernando back as he tries to desperately crawl to the door. Yes. I just want to point something out. In an earlier scene, Kimmy said, Fernando is getting more protective, so I'll just have to scheme harder and harder. Kimmy's schemes, Kimmy's machinations, <laughs> her brilliant plans <laughs> is assault. It's just to beat Fernando up. <laughs> to assault Fernando. That's true. Hey, I didn't hey, think of it that way. You don't way. know. Fernando might have hurt that knee before. He might have an existing injury history with that knee due to some racing condition. <laughs> That's true. He's injured every single person and himself in races. Yes. Maybe one. The, the only injury that stuck. His one weakness is his knee. Uh, <laughs> it's his Achilles heel. It's his Achilles knee. I just really love. I'll just have to plan even harder. I've come up with a brilliant plan. It's violence. I'll have to it's bust l- his like Looks like I'll have to plan even harder to keep him away. Pulls out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I have a gun now. I love that when Ethan opens the door uh, and says, "Hey, Ramona, what's up?" He's not even holding a bag. Meaning, at this point, they literally are just calling in the hunky delivery boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Postmates, we don't want you to deliver anything except that hunky, hunky loving. Bring that meat, oh if you God. know what I mean. He delivers steaks so on Arby's. the side. Yeah, Arby's. Arby's. They have the meat. They have the, yeah, exactly. They and Jay Money the, loves what, Arby's. What did, what did you think we were talking about, audience, you dirty-minded motherfuckers? <laughs> Anyway, after after that, we did uh, we actually is when we cut back to the trash talking. And then later we have Kimmy and Fernando together and Kimmy apologizes for assaulting Fernando (laughs) and says they're just going to have to learn to let go a little and trust Ramona. She's big and she can make her own decisions. Uh, There's a very good line where she says we just have to trust her. And Fernando says or. We can dress up in costumes and follow her everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Which seems like a, a very Gibbler, Hernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero thing to do. That shit is right up Kimmy's alley. I would love a scene yeah. like that one episode from Drake and Josh where they dress up as Orthodox Jews. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Kimmy's done that before many times, yeah. put on a costume and inserted herself into Ramona's life. And Fernando's but dressed up like an Orthodox, Orthodox Jew Jews. before, so it works. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
their experience that's what marriage is your Fernando experiences needs to embrace his Jewish side you bring your own experiences together yeah Kimmy has a lot of experience dressing up in costumes and inserting herself into Ramona's life and Fernando is a Jew <laughs> <laughs> kind of kind of kind of kind of but yes they Kimmy, Kimmy is tempted for a bit but they both um, agree that they have to or they both agree that they have to let things go and they both go, damn how good parents we are. Anyway, Max walks into his and J Money's room and he's upset that, because, like, Steph's not taking him to the Ren Fair. Maybe she doesn't care about him anymore. Yeah, but J Money reminds him, hey, when you were born, mom did the same thing. It's, it's a temporary thing. She just needs to focus on the baby. Yeah. It's not a person. It's nothing personal against you. She still loves yeah. you. Jamie's like, look, I understand you're upset, but like, she has a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, how old is Max now? The actor has started to go through puberty. I'd think he'd be, I, I hope he'd be mature enough to be like, to not go immediately. Ugh, Steph doesn't even care about me anymore. And Steph go, and instead go, oh, Stephanie has a baby. <laughs> Also, he has a younger brother. Yeah. Yeah, Jay Money consoles Max. Max apologizes to Stephanie. And everybody, it's all good. Even if Max didn't get to go to the Ren Fair. Um, anyway, back to cooking class. Cooking! They're all finishing up their uh, layered Napoleons. And DJ and Steve's looks really good. The fine scenes looks really good. But then DJ looks over and she's like, oh, what the hell? They also went with a layered Napoleon? Which I thought was the assignment. Yeah. He said make a tiered Napoleon. I have it in my notes. Yeah. I don't know why I would add that if it wasn't there. I'd also like and to point out the Napoleons look exactly the same. I actually, yeah. I think DJ's and Steve's looks a little better. Just the edges are a little better. Oh, okay. It's a little more symmetrical in my eyes. Okay. But mm. DJ's still but going, DJ's like, if we don't have, add extra pizzazz, we're going we're gonna to lose. And again, I'm shouting, DJ, the quality of your and Steve craftsmanship is so much better. If you just <laughs> let it go, you'll definitely win. But instead, she thinks they need a statement, Barry. Yes. Well, here's... And here's the thing. She takes the statement berry and she drops it on the Napoleon, which causes it to crumble, mm -hmm. like flatten out as if like uh, as if a dumbbell has been dropped onto yeah. it. Yeah. And here's my thing. Here's my thing. If the statement berry was enough to do that, then their Napoleon was already fucked. That has the structural <laughs> integrity of a Napoleon. tissue. It was a bad Napoleon. <laughs> what was going to happen when the chef cut into it? Like, it was yeah. the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Was was their Napoleon completely hollow on the inside? To be fair, <laughs> he doesn't actually cut into it. Because, like, no. well, he counts down. It's like at the last second she places the berry and it crumbles. Yeah. And then he just gives a certificate to the fine scenes without even, like, There's tasting it. There's a third it. couple. Yeah, I was going to say, there is a third couple there who is yeah, just kind of, like, suck. in the background. <laughs> they don't have any lines. but it's like, They can't cook another, for shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. They they do. They must suck because he doesn't even talk. You know, to them. DJ and Steve lose. They're kind of upset about it, 
and the teacher's like, okay, okay, you can all get out of my kitchen unless you are staying for my next class. And he takes off his chef's hat and puts on a cowboy hat. And he's like, I'm doing a, a Texas style barbecue class. I'm a cowboy now. Yeehaw. <laughs> This, and he this says goes, that. Yeah, and he says he that. He says that he says word that. for word. Word for word. I'm doing a Texas-style barbecue class now. I'm a cowboy. Yeehaw. Which, like, the fact that this man can change accents on the fly, I feel like that goes yeah. a little underappreciated. It's maybe, yeah. maybe the chef should have been a character actor instead of a cooking instructor. Maybe, Maybe the chef should fight crime using various different disguises to break <laughs> into the underground, like, uh, the organized crime world. Okay, no, that's the first, one. Que- that's first, the one. Yeah. first question, Mr. Chef. Uh, how good is your Orthodox Jew? <laughs> they are making challah next week, according to the show. Well, that was... So. Well, DJ at one point says... She's gloating, and she goes, Challah... And Mrs. Feinstein, the joke is she says, I didn't know we were making challah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Harrison, I don't think they're actually making challah next week. Well, she specifically yeah, said, she says, I like, thought we were making challah next week. Oh, she says, I yeah, we yeah, she says that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, there is, there is, challah is on the itinerary. <laughs> Classic Jewish baking. Yeah. Classic Jewish French baking. Yeah. But, yes. After this, we, we go back home. Max is still disappointed. But what does he see in the backyard but an entire renaissance fair <laughs> in the backyard? Crazy how that happens. Yeah. Yep. Steph. How much money does this family have? Well, to be fair, Fernando is a recently retired, very famous race car driver. That is true. He is. And Steph. He doesn't live there. He definitely owes Stephanie some favors. Steph, That's I don't know why, but he he definitely does. Yeah. Steph was a world famous DJ before she quit for no reason, and decided <laughs> to become a children's entertainer for five seconds, and then we never talk about it again. DJs of that, which like that makes pretty good money. Like that makes good yeah. money. So so hey, if you guys know about like budget, if anybody listening knows about like budgeting. Tell us how much it how much it costs to throw a whole Renaissance fair, <laughs> and if it's feasible for these people to be doing. Yeah, because like I think of that salary, it's a good salary, but I don't know if it's good enough to support financially all the hijinks that goes on in this house on a daily basis. It's true, <laughs> but they throw a whole Ren fair. Max comes in, he's like, "I'm so touched," and Steph says, "Well, we need we need someone to pluck a certain sword from a certain stone." And Jay Money says, "Oh, you mean this sword?" And they all stop him before he can. Jay Money can't be the, the chosen sword. one. Jay Money is not he, allowed to be the chosen one. He is not one. going to be the king of Camelot. <laughs> They're like, no, Jay Money, you cannot be the hero. If you, you pull the sword from the stone, king. we're all screwed. The brave, 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 brave. So Jay Money. <laughs> yes, Jay Money is the Sir Robin of the four households. Do you think Jay Money is going to become like jaded and bitter that they arbitrarily gifted the kingdom to his younger brother? Oh yeah. Like oh he's going to become Scar. Like that's the sequel yes. to Fuller House is not. Is the like, Lion King? Jay Money has three daughters now. The sequel to Fuller House is the Lion King. Yes. Yes. I'm here for it. <laughs> so down. 
Anyway, uh, DJ is talking to Kimmy and Steph, and she's saying, like, you know, after all these years, I can still learn things about Steve. That surprised me. That was the point of that story. Um, <laughs> and she's she she thinks Steve is hot, and they kiss. And then Yay. and then Ramona comes back and from her date and says, "How long was I gone?" And the episode ends. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love Ramona. Yeah, Ramona's great. Ramona episode. is very good this episode. And speaking of characters yeah. that are good, it is time for our favorite segment, Sad Boy of the Week. I, ooh, who do we nominate? I feel like we got to nominate Fernando for sure. Fernando for sure. I, I'm going to, I'm going to nominate J Money. J Money is also one that I was thinking of. We didn't really mention him all that much during the show, but Mr. Feinstein has some wonderful lines that I forget what they are. Oh yeah, you're right. He has some. He has some wonderful. They talk about. There's like one thing where Mrs. Feinstein's like, we went to this one like cheese this cheese class or whatever, which is where we found out that Irv was at was lactose intolerant, and he was like, yeah, I I shit up the whole place. He didn't. He didn't actually say that, but. He says that. He, he says, says that, that in the show. I forget what the other one was because there was another one that was really good. I I honestly <laughs> forget. Damn it. Um, I I did. I kind of wanted to nominate Ramona. I feel like Ramona yeah, is, is definitely up there as well. This is. I think Ramona had some uh, had some good sad boy moments here. I think. I think that's really. It. I don't really have anybody think, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. J-, J Money, Fernando, Ramona. All right. Are Run we seeing Mr. Feinstein, or no, do we I just not worth remember mention, enough about him? Yeah, I think he's worth a mention. Worth a me- do we yeah. want to? We summed inc- up his case. Do we want to include the chef? <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I think he's oh, no. he's pretty he's out funny, there, though. but I don't think he's especially sad. I, I think he's he's, he's worth, a worth a mention. He's worth a mention, but I think we'll take him out. Um, I I I thought we would end up nominating either DJ or Steve, but DJ. I mean, outside of the awkwardness, was not that sad, no. and Steve was actually kind of a rad boy this episode. Yeah. yeah. So if we gave a rad boy of the week happen. award, it would go to Steve, but we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so sucks to suck, Steve. Yeah. I don't know. So who? So who do we have? We have uh, we have Ramona, Ramona. We have J Money. Money. We have yeah. Fernando. All right, let's Fernando. go, Mark. Run us through. All right. So J Money. J Money is playing a racing game. Uh, with full access to an actual race car driver and instead goes, no, I'm good. (laughs) He does not want to get up from his couch to get his Postmates delivery. So, like, thank God the door is always open. Uh, (laughs) We find out he did not believe that Fernando was actually a very famous race car driver until this very moment. (laughs) Takes an impressive amount of lack of awareness. He sort of disappears for the rest of the scene, but at the end, he fully falls in love with a burrito and chips. <laughs> it was just so good. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Was very I, good. Was, I can't get over it. I think that might be like one of our favorite moments from Fuller House, just as a whole. Again, that, that was yeah, very that's maybe good. my favorite end button of any scene in this show. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, he's consoling Max. Uh, there's a very good line where like Steph, Max apologizes to Steph and Steph says like, Max, that's very mature of you. Where did you learn that? 
and Max sort of like looks at J Money and says, "You wouldn't believe me if I told you." <laughs> so like, and- no one would ever believe that J Money has any wisdom to him. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, they tell him that he is not worthy of being they, the chosen at the end one. Of the epi- at the end of the episode, oh, he God. goes, oh, maybe I can be king. And they say, no, J-Money, you may not be king. <laughs> <laughs> so that's J-Money. That's J-Money. Ramona? Ramona walks in. Love at, fr- is, love at first sight is in slow motion. Her hair blowing back. She immediately falls down the stairs. <laughs> She gets up and can only say, no, I'm Ramona, which she repeats again because she's either so overwhelmed by love or she has a concussion. She is Ramona. <laughs> mm-hmm. She is Ramona. Indeed. But, but her very famous race car driver dad drives the love of her life away. <laughs> no. I know. Later on, she is so hung up on this Postmates guy that she's sniffing the bag that J Money's meal came in. Not even her meal. She had to like ask J Money. I forgot about that. That is it that is I forgot about the bag. We never even mentioned that. Right. You're making some very convincing arguments here. Fifty points there. You're making some very convincing arguments for Ramona. I did not think she would be this good of a candidate. I forgot about that. Turns out her mother has schemed and has ordered Postmates again, a lasagna, and tries to get her together with Ethan through this weird, like, Ramona likes Italian, or are you Italian, or are you just holding an Italian dish? And Ethan's like, I am holding an Italian dish. <laughs> I am not Italian. I am not Italian. But in response to him being not Italian, again, Ramona's only response is, no, I'm Ramona. Still, still caught up in all that. Love she it. She does use it as an excuse to bond over Italian movies, though. Yes, so that's she cool. invites him to see Cinema Paradiso. But then he can't do it and leaves immediately. Yes, because her, her father has lured him away with a delivery to Alcatraz. <laughs> and she does not get his number, nor does she give him her, hers. Later, she has gotten dolled up for her not yet a date with the Postmates guy who may or may not come. Uh, good thing she has Kimmy on her side because Kimmy assaults Fernando. <laughs> oh, assault my God. God. And Ramona is able to escape. This episode was wild. This episode was wild and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Ramona comes back from her date. By all accounts, a good time. Uh, but she comes back from her date to a full renaissance fair in her backyard. And she is now what unsure you know? if she traveled in time or not. Yep. <laughs> that's Just Ramona. supporting the theory that she is both in love and severely concussed. Yes. And that's Okay, Ramona. I think I'm giving it to Ramona. Oh, well, do you I'm want the, me to I'm... recount Fernando? Well, we, need, we need to do Fernando. Oh, we, need to do we Fernando forgot first. Fernando. That's right. Yep. Yeah, okay, let's do let's Fernando. <laughs> Because I was not thinking of Fernando, but now that you nominated him, I think he has a pretty strong case as well. Fernando is a very strong case, I think. Yes. Fernando walks up to a 16, 17-year-old playing a racing video game and says, Hey, I'm a race car driver. You want to play with me? And is told, no. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, he is immediately recognized 
for the first time in his life. Oh my God. Though again, it is revealed that he has the world record for most spectator <laughs> injuries. <laughs> Oh, I should Which not is be presumably laughing, why, as that's, of this episode, he had really to retire good. as a race car that driver. Is really good. Yeah. Yep. He immediately finds out that his one and only fan is maybe falling in love with his daughter, and so he immediately. <laughs> I think it's more than a maybe. <laughs> Definitely not a maybe, but <laughs> it's love at first sight. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's falling mm-hmm. in love with his daughter, and so he immediately hates his only fan. Yes. And tries to get him out of the house. He, in order to get this boy away from his daughter, he places an order, a, a Postmates order to Alcatraz. Of all locations. Of all locations. And <laughs> yeah. he is so confident that this is the only driver that they will contact. I'm just still stuck on that. Do you think that if hold on, I've I just thought of something. Do you think he or do you think he sent over like five like he kept sending over orders to Alcatraz until eventually he got Ethan to send one over? That's very possible, and that is even more sad. I, this is something that I just thought of now, but I feel like that yeah. could be very funny. That if that he's like, all is... right, there's one order to Alcatraz. Oh, he's not leaving yet. Let me just send over another order to Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> he's feeding the prisoners. All right. Yeah, it's yeah. Yep. The prisoners that are definitely still yes. there at Alcatraz, the infamous prison that is no longer in use. <laughs> but that's definitely a possibility. And then when he once again tries to get the cute boy away from his daughter, his wife, fiance, question mark? I forget what the status of that fiance. relationship is. Fiance, I think. His fiance. Ex-wife slash fiance. Fully assaults him, hits him with, with essentially a broom. Um, trips him, tackles him on the ground, pulls him away by his feet. Pulls as him away by his feet. Scratches the floor. Yep. Uh, he's just in the floor forever. Mm-hmm. She does apologize to him, and again, I think it should be noted that when she apologizes and when she says, "We just have to let Ramona make her own decisions," he does say, "Or and hear me out, we dress up <laughs> in elaborate costumes and follow her everywhere she goes." Oh God. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, and I think that's kind of Fernando's deal this episode. Yeah. All yeah. right. I I think th- there are three very strong nominees here, but there really are. I, I think I have to give it to Fernando on this one. He's just the one that speaks to me the most. Hmm. I agree Fernando has a very strong case. I, I honestly would be happy with any of these. I, my heart wants to go with Jay Money. But I think I, I just Ramona spoke to me the most. That's fair. I think Ramona as well. Fernando has a very good case, but I think his case kind of tapers off. Mm, that's fair. Mm, I was going to say that I wanted to give it to Ramona because this is Ramona's episode. But Fernando has a very strong case. But I do think they both have very strong cases. Yeah. And I think while Fernando kind of tapers off a little bit. Ramona is very strong throughout, and this is her episode to shine, so I think I'm going to give it to Ramona. That's fair. That's fair. Honestly, I would have been fine with any of those three winning, because it was very very close close. to everybody. But, uh, yeah. I think that's it for the episode. Yeah, this was a very strong episode, guys. 
thank you for listening. If you want to find us more, please go visit us at uh, Fullest House Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I am Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. And until next time, may your houses be fuller and may your hurdies be gurdy. There's a hurdy gurdy. Yeah, we forgot to mention the hurdy gurdy. We forgot to mention that. We forgot to mention the hurdy gurdy, but there is a hurdy gurdy. Our final joke is predicated on you knowing that there was a hurdy gurdy. You get it. We're just like fanning out.